Men Podcast. I'm DJ Go. Chris Davis. Sean Hogarty. Morning. What's up? Morning. Hola. It's not morning. Someone could be listening to it in the morning. You don't know. They could be. This is true. true. It's morning somewhere. True. Trying to cover all spectrums here. <laughs> it is Pride Month. I appreciate that. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I, I have nothing. Usually he avoids any causes or anything like that, like the plague. We don't even go near those. I just, I just stated a fact. Wasn't advocating. Don't. That's usually what I'm doing with political takes. (laughs) We just can't Ah. agree on facts here anymore. Uh, yeah, there we go. (laughs) Uh, so what's everyone up to? Uh, trying to figure out what my life becomes when the kids are done with school, which is uh, any minute now. Oh, um, for the summer? Yeah. Oh, I can tell you what that looks like. Um, yeah, you got an early start. Yeah, after about two days, they're bored out of their freaking minds. Yeah. That's it. it lasted about two days. <laughs> two days. May I suggest yeah. veterinary tranquilizers? That might be the... She has already torn apart her entire room, her closet. There's bags of trash going out into the garage. Ooh. She, she's losing her mind. Nice. Man, I used to like summer God. vacation. We used to go like, ride she, bikes places and stuff and go swimming. Yeah, she's working out every morning. She's doing her thing. She's swimming now. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, she wants stuff to do. I'm like, good mm-hmm. Lord. Here, here's a pair of scissors. Go mow the lawn. I'll <laughs> keep you busy for a while. <laughs> I just have to figure out, like, right now, the playing school bus kind of runs my life. Like, it, you know, mm. I get up, so I have time to work out before that. That's my routine. When nobody's getting up but me, that's some bullshit. Like it's oh, yeah. Oh, Heather was so pissed this morning because <laughs> I didn't have to leave. I needed to roll here by nine. <laughs> so yeah, she wasn't happy. Harley didn't need to go to school. Harley got up long enough for Heather to do her hair before she left. Yeah, and then Harley went to fuck off upstairs. It's like back to the bed. <laughs> TV, we're good. Aww. She's working her way through. Let's see. I think she's on to the Oceans movies now. <laughs> nice. From Universal, she got the bug to watch all the Bourne movies. Nice. So she plowed through all the Bourne movies. and now, Those are good, man. Yeah. Those are quality flicks. Now she's working her way through the Oceans movies for like the third or fourth time. I don't mm-hmm. think I've seen the last couple. I only think I saw 11 and 12. Um, but I'll watch them. They still. weren't bad. I mean, and then you bring Sandy and all the crew in. They yeah, set it I up for- Yeah, I definitely didn't see that one. Yeah. They set it up for another. What's that one called? Oceans 8. Oceans yeah. 8. They went backwards. Mm-hmm. Because well, They went backwards. See? Mm-hmm. I get it's it. Not a sequel number. It's the amount of people in the movie. <laughs> now you know where the brains of this podcast reside, Sean. <laughs> no, take don't. note and bow down. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's where the ass of this podcast resides. Not the uh, brain. That's only because he pops up at the bottom of the Zoom every time. He's on the top of the mind. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. We are we are zooming. Oh, he's definitely time. a sloppy potty. Brought him down here. He's like, I see all, all I see is top of his head. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Bending yeah. over the camera's Camera like angle's down. not really good. I, I can read the top, top of his headphones. I don't know. Both of you have a shiny ass dome from my perspective. <laughs> I do. That I'm trying to true. grow those four hairs out so I can like carl <laughs> on that yeah. stuff and pat <laughs> him down a little bit. I did I did start a uh it's gonna be a long term project of like watching as many Carlin specials as I could find. So I watched like his, you know, the first HBO special from, I don't even know what year it was. Um, and it was great to see him, but it's also a reminder of how far, like it really wasn't mm. as funny. Like he was still himself and his, his, it was sharp, but because his stuff was so foundational to all the future stuff, like it doesn't have the same punch that that it it did. Um, no, at, because at you're just time. you're inundated with all of that. Exactly. Everybody copies yeah. him at this point. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But it's still awesome to see him. I went the opposite direction. So you put all those out there, and I started with the most recent. And yeah. I've been working my way backwards. I think I'm I'm into the 80s. Yeah. 88, 86, somewhere around there. Yeah. No, I figured I'd go I'd go chronologically, and because uh, it's good stuff to just throw on. In bits and pieces and in the background. Yeah, I throw it on like I'm going to bed and I have it on just listening as I'm screwing yeah. around on the phone or something. I did yeah. watch the, uh, did you see the Bob Saget tribute show that uh, Jim Carrey, Chris Rock, uh, Jeff 
what's his name? I saw Pat it out Ross. there. I haven't. I haven't it's, watched uh, it. Yet. It was pretty. It was pretty. Pretty funny. Pretty good watch. I gotta watch that. I need to watch the Norm Macdonald one. That was great. That was interesting. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I still gotta watch the Carlin doc. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't seen watched that. that either. I did watch the Val Kilmer doc finally. Val. Oh, that, was, oh, that, no, that was that was excellent. Good. It I was really, really like good. That. Yeah. No, um, I have not watched any of those. Look at that. Basketball season will be over soon, so I'll free up. Yeah. Nights. Got. Uh, we got a game. Game five in a couple hours. Game five. Yeah. And uh, what the hell time is it? Seven, two, two hours. Yep. Yeah, about two hours from now, little tip. You don't have tickets to this one. It's in. It's in. No, t- Golden oh, State's kind of tough. Yeah. Although they're way cheaper to buy out there than they are here. That they are. Uh, that's true. That's true. With what I sold those game four tickets for, I could have bought like five sets out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you guys do over the weekend? Uh, what did I do? Man, I, you asked me these hard questions. Oh, I went to Brookline on Saturday. The U.S. Open is at the Country Club this week. Oh, that's right. So they actually opened up the merch tent for three days to the public beforehand. Nice. So they would shuttle you over, you know. Let you do some commerce. Cool. Get the hell off. You're riffraff. You don't belong here. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, so did that. I don't know. Oh, graduation party. I had one of those too. Sunday. Yep. Yeah, my niece graduated. Um, one thing I did is that, so the city I live in, city I was born in, um, turned 300 this weekend. Really? So it, was, it was Worcester's tricentennial. Mm-hmm. So um, I got some tickets from work. They did a concert at the DCU Center for it. So I got to see the Boston Pops. Oh, I and, saw that email. Uh, yeah. Nice. And, yeah, they were doing uh, the free show. Yeah, and I had like a, I was in like the VIP section. So I had like a nice, nice. Close, up close seats. But yeah, it was, it was the Boston Pops and Brian McKnight, who was real big when I was a kid. Ooh, like yeah. ex- mm-hmm. Excellent singer. Um, so that was we, cool. You know, I believe I can fly, dude. No, that's R. Kelly. He's like- um, yeah, That's R. Kelly. Uh, He's the guy that peed on, he peed on little girls and stuff. Yeah, no, this Different is Brian Knight. This is like um, uh, Back to One. Uh, that's, that's the song I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah that's, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Um, guy's got pipes, man. He can sing. But no, it was really nice. So they did that, you know, and the pops, they did E.T., Jaws, the Cantina song, Superman. So it, it, was, it was cool. Indiana pops are a blast. Yeah, yeah, we were just there a couple weeks ago for Harry Potter. Yeah. They did the Sorcerer's Stone. It was a lot of fun. I did do, uh, Jen and I finished Ozark. I don't know if you ever, either of you watch Ozark at all? I do not. I got about halfway through and then I stopped to wait for Heather. So we're going back to, she hasn't watched an episode yet. I was doing that as I was traveling. It's, uh, I mean, it's got money laundering and Jason Bateman in it. I'm kind of sold. Good combo. That's, that's very recent for you. Are you feeling okay? That like took place this decade. (laughs) Eat, eat my taint. Um, we did, we did discover, uh, Are you threatening yes- to shoot at me? No, yesterday. <laughs> All I got to do is stand 12 feet away and I'm fine. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> yesterday. Uh. That's, that happened. Those are Vegas conversations, <laughs> man. Um, the, uh, yesterday I did discover, I apologize to my 16 year old daughter that, uh, she knows that saying taint is funny. But she didn't know what a taint was. And so <laughs> we literally had to discuss at, you know, Just show three of us ass. at the table, including my 14-year-old, educated the 16-year-old on what a taint is and why it's important to know what you're saying when you say things. Uh, <laughs> and it just became 10 times funnier, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yes, yep. 100%. Mm-hmm. Cool. So let's see. So what's um, some stuff that's happened? Uh, so we're all caught up on Obi-Wan, right? Yeah. 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 Obi- it's the only, I think it's the only thing I'm like, that and Star Trek uh, Brave New Worlds or whatever it's yeah, called. I I, those so. are the only shows that I'm actually current on, like within a week. So Obi-Wan's been stellar, I think, so far. What do you think, Re- Chris? Really enjoy yeah, it. A, he's, he's, he's wavering. Yeah. I'm just... I'm, I'm it's just an audio podcast, Chris. People can't know, see I, your. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to disappoint DJ like right away. I was going to let him get his point out first. It's true. Episode four was a bit on the downturn. I thought episode three was just phenomenal, though. I loved episode three. I liked parts of three. Four was rushed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was a, a lot little... of it just didn't feel earned. It's like, hey, we only got a couple more. 
So I got to get this, 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 and yeah. this in here yeah, to I set up what's coming. It's yeah. so much of four felt like a, you know, like a Force Awakens. <laughs> like it was really like, you know, wow, this is awfully familiar. You know, mm-hmm. props, shots, angles, lighting, situations, character lines. I mean, it was just really a bit... Uh, a bit on the nose. On the nose? Yeah. Yeah. Since you uh since you brought up Force Awakens, uh, we went and saw the new Jurassic World Dominion movie. Oh yeah, it, how was it? It's Ooh. it's 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 Force Awakens. Well, that's not a surprise. <laughs> it's it's like that's like the new model now. It's like yeah. here's it? here's the old stuff, here's the okay. new stuff, everyone's happy. Force Awakens. Before we get before we get to no, let's let's be fair. Force Awakens was essentially a new hope with different yeah. characters. Yeah. Just dust off the script, change the names. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. Flip the genders and we're good to go. Yeah. Um So what did you think of the movie? No, I mean it was it, it no, it, it was good. Uh I it, I liked it better than the last Jurassic World. I would I don't really dig the second Jurassic World. The first Jurassic World was actually quite good, but um I like Chris Pratt a lot and obviously you know you have the original 3 coming back so that's awesome. Um you know, obviously the you know, the dinosaurs look amazing. I mean, it wasn't like it didn't reinvent the wheel, but it was an excellent movie to sit there and just shove popcorn down your throat too. So, better than Star Trek Generations. Oh, ah, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. No, I think so. I mean, I haven't seen Generations uh, in about twenty years, though, so don't quote me on that. But yeah. I'm curious to see it. Um, some of the reviews that I was seeing or commentary from reviewers that got to see the early previews of this, I saw one guy that just commented. The studio would not let him post a review until he had seen it a second time. He's like, <laughs> and so since I will never be able to review this, my <laughs> only comment would be, why would I put myself through that again? So again, it doesn't reinvent the wheel or like, like you know, yeah. go down in the in the like the the history of filmmaking. But yeah. I mean, if you like action pieces and stuff like that, and you you know you know what you're getting into yeah. for the visuals, like I said, it's a fun movie to shove popcorn down your throat too. I was I was taken aback when I said, hey kids. This movie's coming out this weekend. We should go see it. I mean, there was years in this house where you couldn't not hear the Jurassic Park theme because of one Lego Jurassic Park movie. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, and, and both of them were like, eh, I don't remember what happened. Like, they just yeah. were not into right. it. Our and that- No interest. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, lo- me. there's a lot of really good callbacks to the original series. Yeah. Uh, I desperately want a black market baby triceratops. <laughs> the thing was adorable. Um, because in, in the movie, the Dasher's been out on the mainland now for time. So people are, you know, there's like a black market for him. So there's one scene, ah. they got the little baby triceratops. Got it. Like on the got farm. It. And I'm like, oh, I want him. He was, but you know. You just go was, get yourself a pot belly pig and put a little helmet on. Put a horn on. You know, put yeah. a horn on him. Put horns on him. Yep. I will do that. You want some action? Just go hang out in the valley for a little bit. Oh, <laughs> there you go. No, so I say, like I said, it, like I said it, it's just you know, it's 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 a summer movie. It's like, oh, look, here's big scary thing, and here's this thing you like, and this thing you like, and here's this beat you wanted, and this beat you wanted, and yeah. everybody's it's, it's happy. It's so hard to play the blockbuster nostalgia card, yeah, on the heels of Maverick. Oh yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's seven hundred million dollar beast yeah. that's probably going to hit a billion. I mean, it's he's definitely going toward. to. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, going it to. Should. So let's talk about that. So, so we all went and saw Maverick. Um, you guys saw opening weekend. I saw. Let's, it let's be after. careful. Top Gun Maverick. I've had multiple friends make jokes about. Oh, Card you're games. talking about Maverick, the you know the James Gunn, uh, not James oh. Gunn, James Garner, you know whatever. Tell him to find something to do. Oh, I, you got to pick on the James Gunn. I didn't bother. To and respond. by the way, that Maverick was excellent as well. So fuck yeah. off. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, love that yeah. movie. That's a good movie. But yes, we went to see Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I saw it with Chris on his second of what must be now three or four showings. Three, three. showings so yeah. far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And DJ, and I would just go saw... right now. I saw oh, yeah. It. I, no, I would. Yeah. I saw it the Tuesday after it came out. So I was within the first couple of days. Um, we just, we bought a, we waited till Tuesday for two reasons. One, discount night, because I have the Star Pass card, but also like for the weekend, I just could, I, I didn't want to go see it and sit like off to the far right. Just all the good yeah. middle seats mm-hmm. were gone. I was like, I'm not dealing with this. So. Mm-hmm. Chris, the the thing that got me off my ass and made, uh, uh, I think I had Jen and Emma, didn't have all the kids, um, was because we went to see it IMAX, you know, at Jordan's, and it was, it it was fabulous. I mean, it was just it it, it nailed everything I wanted it to be. Right? It's not 
it's not free from criticism, but just in terms of that that popcorn and nostalgia and that revisit, plus all the tech stuff that like just the the cinematography and the way they having mm-hmm. having your actors actually pulling G's in F-18s is nonsense. Like they're acting their asses off, but it's real and that's you feel it. And that's that's not fair to other movies. You know, and just in terms of watching people whipping around in a spaceship, you know, with a green screen or whatever, it's different when you're literally seeing their faces, you know, get plastered and their bodies getting jerked around with real, you know, real life flying by on the outside. Yeah. So, like, that's one thing. It was weird because, you know, I saw Jurassic Park and, you know, you know damn well most of the movie was Jeff Goldblum in front of a green screen with a Jeep. You know, and we used the term before, like all the Marvel movies, you know, giant CGI fuck fest. You watch this movie and it was like, you know, the old school blockbuster, because even though, you know, there's some computer work in there somewhere. Yeah. I, I, I just assume everything in there was real <laughs> and none of it was made up in a computer. Like every flight was real. Every plane, every landing, oh, every barrel roll. Yeah. You just, yeah, no okay, they, they did it all. And it was very refreshing to actually come out and be like, oh, that, you know, for, the movie was phenomenal. Oh yeah, best movie I've seen all year, and it's not even close. Um, I'm dying to go see it again. Uh, but yeah, just it was just nice to see like like an old fashioned like summer movie like back before you know the actually before Jurassic Park is when everything really started to go. Because after Jurassic Park, the next year you had Independence Day, and then you just kept going down this like computer generated you know hall. It was just nice to have all that physical stuff again. There's something about the mm-hmm. original Jurassic Park and the logos and the the cup with the vibrating water and the bass and the music. And like, it just really takes me back to a moment in, in my life. You know, I was so into movie making, but, but just everything about that was incredible. Um, so I'll still, I, I don't know if I'll make it to the theater to see it or not. We'll see. Um, I was thinking about going to see Dr. Strange, but I think we're only a week or two from it hitting Disney plus 22nd, yep. something like that. Yeah. It's, Yep. So at the point where why? Yeah. Exactly. Why bother at this point? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, I, I like, but you, you, I mean, I know Chris has seen it a bunch of times, but Sean, you, 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 you thought it was great too, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I've already said a lot of this, but I guess, I guess we didn't actually talk about it on the podcast, right? Yeah. Because it was, yeah. So, so yes, I loved it. I mean, I, the, the original is a, you know, is an all timer for me, obviously that, that's not unique, but um, but I was floored by how much I enjoyed it, you know, top to bottom, um, for you know for all the reasons. But uh, but it was extra special for me for a bunch of different reasons. Um, one, I decided to wear. I have a I have a unit T shirt from uh, from a place I did a fair, fair amount of work uh, out in the desert. And uh, uh, I wore wore this shirt of uh, of uh, one of the naval flight test squadrons out there, and the whole opening of the movie with the you know futuristic Lockheed Skunk Works thing was literally shot someplace that I spent every summer for many many years, you know like and I didn't know that so I'm sitting there in in my in my shirt that I wore kind of in honor of those days and. And I'm literally seeing in IMAX the places I've been and things that are very familiar to me. Um, and and then some of what they were doing there, you know, going for Mach 10 and the Lockheed Skunk Works stuff. I mean, I, I was kind of tearing up because so much of my father's past is wrapped up in, I mean, he was at, you know, he was at Lockheed Burbank Skunk Works in you know the late 60s to early 70s for sr71 and u2 and all this stuff and so i wasn't expecting to just have so much like personal engagement with with that stuff um and then i mean just everything about it yeah i i freaking love 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 the movie there's plenty of stuff i could pick apart you know yeah but uh yeah but yes, it was fantastic. Yeah. And like you said, it's a place you've known and it's the actual yeah. place. They're not inside, you know, John Favreau's Mando Dome or nothing. You know, they're actually oh, there, you know. 
No, that's uh, kind of cool. Ridgecrest, California. The now, <laughs> <laughs> the Favreau Dome. No, but say, but it just, it just it just seemed like I mean I know it was like a sequel to an eighties movie, but it just seemed like it was still an eighties movie. It just felt like old oh, school yeah. filmmaking. I thought yeah. that was like had like held a lot of the charm. I always only seen the first one once, mm-hmm. and still loved the second one. So yeah. we went to see it when we were down at Universal. For, that was my third showing. Yeah, and it wasn't in IMAX, but it was in one of the XD theaters. Yeah, oh, so your big recliners and your tiered scene. It was yeah. beautiful theater that they had done in Cinemark. Um, yeah, and she, after a little convincing, we got her to go. And the fact that it was like 110 degrees didn't hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we can go hide in air conditioning <laughs> for like two hours and just eat popcorn. Done. There you um, go. So yeah, but she like within five minutes. Once she got by the you know what she called the cheesy Kenny Loggins. Like once we got bite, to the actual movie, yeah, we needed to get by the you know the first four minutes so that we were there just for us. Yeah, like yeah. hey, they can recreate it with different planes. Cool. Um, yeah, no, she loved it. We she we came forward. home. I couldn't get Emma to watch the first one with me before we went. Um, hmm. Jen and I came home and literally sat down and watched the first one. Um, you know, I've got the 4K, you know, nice. So it wasn't, it's a lot smaller <laughs> than, than being at Jordan's, but it, sure. uh, but it was still, it was great to have that immediacy in seeing the way it was shot, all the loving references, the, uh, and really appreciating the tech differences. I mean, the, you know, the, yeah, just the just the cameras alone oh. were just you know it was, it was ballsy. No, it, the movie looked ridiculous. Yeah. Now I'm not gonna lie. After seeing it a few times and seeing the same little opening clip before they show the movie with Tom introducing it. Oh yeah, yeah. It does look like there was a little CGI done on Tom himself because good lord, <laughs> in that intro clip. He looks like somebody's grandmother wearing a bad wig <laughs> compared to Maverick in the cockpit. They're like, what the hell? This was two years ago, dude. Yeah. What the hell happened to you? There's, uh, I mean, you know, th- it's all practical, but coming. of course there's cleanup and, you know, and yeah. tweaks. Yeah. It was real enough. Cleanup. We were a half step away from young Hamill face going on there. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's. Young Hamill face. Mm. Uh, I, I did I'm... see. um. And I'm surprised I actually watched it. There's a 20-minute clip of Tom Cruise taking James Corden out on a couple of uh, flights. Oh, yeah. yeah. And normally Gordon I don't watch- screaming it. like a little bitch. Yeah. Well, well certainly. Yeah. It was funny. But but Tom's flying his, I think it's a P-51 Mustang that he flew in the, in the, you know, in the actual movie at the end and at the beginning, but that's actually his. He takes James up in it and then he takes him up in a, in a, you know, acrobatic jet. Um, and you know, it just drives home. No, he, he kind of knows his shit. He actually, you know, was a competent pilot. Slightly better pilot than, you know, Harrison Ford. Ford. Uh, I mean, I, I would fly with either of them before I'd fly with either of you. (laughs) That's not saying much. I, I think it's saying quite a bit. I mean, mathematically, you probably just get a chance crashing with me flying as Harrison Ford if you do the if you lay him out. But no, no. I, he's crashed a plane way no. more than me. My chance of crashing with he's, you is far, far less because I never get off the ground in a plane. Screw him, he crashed on the golf course. He's hurting uh, someplace I love. Yeah, you know? I'm really <laughs> good hell? at Ace Combat. My maximum simulator scores be pretty high. I'm just saying, just saying. <laughs> Big Ace no, Combat player. No. I, uh, I better tell you guys, I, I flew a like a full simulator. Well, I flew an F-15 simulator, but that was an old school one that didn't actually move, but it was real. Like it was yeah. one of the trainers. Yeah. Um, but but I flew a 727, like full motion, full simulator. It was one of the UPS simulators that my That's cool. stepdad ran. Well, yeah, it was cool, except uh, it, it it made me sick because I couldn't fly level. So it was like porpoising. You know, and my my mom and wife are standing behind us because, you know, they don't actually have to have their seatbelts on because we're not really flying. And right. they were like telling my stepdad to take over because, you know, because I was getting them sick. He's going to barf. Or we're yeah. going to barf. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Cool. But yeah. So, yeah. So we're all all big Top Gun fans. Yes. Top Gun was a uh, was I mean, I, I thought I knew I was going to like it. 
but it was it, it was even awesome. yeah it even surpassed what i had expected so it was you, the perfect movie to go back to the theater for yeah i was gonna say do you think like if if we hadn't had the pandemic and this was just sliced in as a summer blockbuster in between a zillion other things and we've been going you know i still think it would have been awesome but chris kind of just nailed it for me is yeah in this time where I mean, we're still not fully out of it, but obviously we've been through two plus years of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Sitting in a in an IMAX and seeing that, it was a fantastic. Yeah, I don't, it was cathartic. Point. Yeah, I don't know if it does the numbers. Yeah, it does very it's very just well. Really, normally, it's doing yeah, a half a billion good. or something. It's yeah. probably doing five hundred, and yeah. there's going to be enough. I don't know if you if you didn't have that pent up demand. Yeah, this was the one that got a lot of people off there asses to go to the theaters and look at the demographic of people that are going oh yeah it is your older set that was worried about the pandemic yeah like this is we saw how many people did we see that look like they were straight out of the home sean (laughs) that were at imac i I, mean there were a lot of elderly i didn't even i don't look at anybody man i i'm i'm focused on myself no there were and that's no it's a good sign it's like people my parents age going out to the theater again you know yeah i'm a lot uh, younger than your parents shut up (laughs) <laughs> and for, I mean, at least for me, it's going to keep rolling because Lightyear comes out this week, so I'm very excited for that. I saw, um, I saw a review. I had, I didn't, didn't read it, but it reminded me, yeah, it's getting really good reviews. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. So everyone knows I love the Toy Story characters. So mm. um, I don't know what the next one I'll go to is probably Thor. Yeah. Yep. So That'll um, probably the next one. I was going to tell you guys. So I um. I'm going. Didn't we record in Chick Fil A after Aquaman? Aquaman was the parking oh, lot. No, I think it was. Uh, no, I think it was Ragnarok. No, Infinity War was the parking lot. No, no that was I, Aquaman. Was I the, think we did a Thor. Oh movie. no, Chick Fil A was no Chick Fil A was Aquaman because Heather and Harley were sleeping in the car. They came to that movie with us. Well, yeah. I think maybe we should do a Ragnarok. Uh, you know, fast food follow up. Yeah, so um, I was going to tell you guys, I was, so um, I was invited to go out to, I'm going to take the day off from work, go out to Dedham, to the showcase out there, and do a, uh, for showcase, and do the four-movie Thor marathon Ooh. as a as a guest. So I'm going to go watch all four of them, and I'll see uh, Love and Thunder. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to actually sit through the dark world, like, no, no, I'm gonna, be I'm, paying I'm, you. I take that back. I'm gonna watch Thor. I'm gonna eat a hamburger during Dark World. I'll come back to watch Ragnarok Rocket Love and Thunder. So <laughs> the Dark... you should be forced to watch Dark World again. No, that movie is uh, I, that you know is... I saw Dark World while while out in the desert. And it I saw really it not good. in a saw... theater down in Baton Rouge. I was traveling for work. Millbury. Yeah, no. I mean, no. so uh, Dark World, I mean it's it's bottom three MCU movie. Oh, it's mm. awful. Yeah. It's bottom three. So, it's not, so I'm bad. trying to think. That for me, like it's that one. Eternals is the worst one, period. I didn't see it. At least Eternals looked pretty. You know, I, the story didn't make fucking sense, but and then whatever. I don't know, maybe maybe Iron Man three, maybe? I don't like Iron Man. Three? The one with the Oh kids? no no no, I take that back. I'm sorry. Two. Ultron. It's Ultron. It's oh, Ultron. Ultron, yeah. Ultron has to be in the box. Yeah, it's I'll Ultron, Eternals, World and Dark World. Ultron. I actually suffer. I actually suffered through some of Ultron on like TBS or something after one of the basketball games. Uh, you was poor, poor thing. Well, I appreciate your suffering. So yeah, yeah so, but yeah, no. Th- team. But yeah, for so it's a light year, and then um, I won't watch it in the theater. I'll watch it when it comes on video. But like we saw an extended preview um, for Jurassic World for that new Minions movie. Oh. And I don't, the Minions get me, but there's a scene where you Minions. know it's in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And they're flying the plane, and one of them is dressed up like a little Pan Am stewardess. <laughs> he's going, he's walking out going, peanut, peanut. And one guy goes, yes, I'll have one. And he he, he goes to take the package, and the thing goes, nah, 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 nah. And he opens it and hands one, he goes, peanut. And he keeps walking, he's like, and he's like handing out single peanuts out of the peanut pack. I don't know why. Shit like that just makes me laugh. I don't you know. You look it's, like a minion. I, I do. Bob the Minion is a all-time character. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I love Bob the Minion, the wouldn't want the teddy bear. He cracks me up, man. There's a question for you. Do you think we'll ever get a live action Minions movie? (laughs) If so, I'm going to pad that IMDb page, man, because I'm in for that. I will definitely play a live action Minion. So, yeah. 
Exactly. I want to see. Now I kind of want to make sure. We wonder why we have trouble in this world, right? <laughs> you wonder where this shit comes from. I bet. I bet I could get. I bet I could get Gris to fund and produce a, a minion short with uh, with me that. and DJ in it. That out. <laughs> I don't know. That exchange rate's kind of tough. You might need some American investors. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I might actually maybe when I go to Pennsylvania, I'll take my nephew to see that or something. But yeah, I mean, it just it looks funny. But yeah, it's definitely Lightyear, and then um, it's going to be Thor. Thor looks. The more I see previews for Thor, the more I'm like, this movie's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, actually, I, I just had to read digitally the. Uh, I never read the Jane Foster run mm. from Mighty Thor, so I had to catch up on that. You know, because it's, it's I stopped. I stopped reading Marvel books for twenty years. <laughs> yeah. The books are just not good. Well, you should. They didn't have any of the talent over there. Yeah, it was a rough. It was a rough go for a while. Yeah, but um. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited for that. Very 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 excited. So, and then I don't know what's after that. Thor's kind of like where it cuts off. But oh, one thing that comes out after the summer that I don't know if you guys what do you guys watch the show for Black Adam? Oh yeah. Yeah, I like the teaser a hell of a lot better than the trailer. I'm so pissed that it's like modern day. I thought it was going to be like in the 50s or something. Like the 40s. I thought it was going to be like golden age. No, they just gave you all the golden age characters. Yeah. Yes. I, I I, mean, I I watched the, the trailer. I love The Rock. I, I enjoy movies. <laughs> Uh, so I'm like, sure. And, and Shazam, I enjoyed. Yeah. And I know mm-hmm. this is sort of somehow tied in there, right? Yeah. He's just, he, well, yeah. he, what he, he was Shazam's bad guy. It seems like they're trying to make him more like Venom kind of. Yeah. I basically with no anchor to the character, I don't really give a shit, but I like the rock and I'm willing to, to trust that I will enjoy it. But but my level of engagement just, did not go anywhere. It was not it was a, a good really trailer. Poorly cut trailer. Horrible like trailer. It did nothing to No. Nothing to entice anybody other than the fact that you see Dwayne yeah. all yeah. over the place. Yeah. I'm going for Dr. Fate. That's why I'm going. Oh, that's right. Who's who's playing Dr. Fate? Pierce, um, Remington Steele. Yeah, Bros- yeah, Pierce yeah. Brosnan. Yeah. So yes, I actually did enjoy that. Um but yeah. Damn, they got that merch out early too. Those pop figures are already in stores. Yeah, I'll wait yeah. for the McFarlane figures. Um, I'll wait and see. I mean, I'm still on the fence about the the shape of the helmet. Like, there's like a weird half and half kind of thing going, but I'm sure I'll be fine mm. with it because I love that costume so much. Don't buy any plastic. I'm buying a plastic Dr. Fate. I'm sorry, Sean. You can be disappointed later. <laughs> later? Isn't that like continuously? Yeah. More, yeah. Disa- yeah. more disappointed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nah, they're not, I don't think I don't think the uh, the McFarlane's are coming out until like and uh, the fall or something like that. But yeah, I think it's the Funko stuff that's come out. So yeah, far. and I am or done with I'm done with Funkos for myself. I'm not buying myself any more Funkos. Smart boy. Even though they you see they bought Mondo today. No. Did they? They bought Mondo off of Alamo. Who did? Funko bought. Oh, the Mondo so they bought from, uh. they bought Mondo off from the private equity firm that bailed out Alamo. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, correct. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. God bless well, the private equity peeps. Maybe that's not like my problem with Funko is that I don't really like pops. So, so if they can branch out to capture some of my pop culture interest that isn't pops, that's possibly a good branch out. Yeah. Right? People are uh, kind of um, scared because like a lot of people use Mondo as like their go-to for like specialists in vinyl, and they're wondering yeah. if Funko is going to kill that part of the business. The vinyl and the prints, they don't, there's a handful of figures that come out of Mondo, but nothing that, it's all the albums and the artwork. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so that happened. Um, let's see, what else? Yeah, this no, fr- that kind of disappoints me. I hadn't heard yeah. that, but that's yeah. my initial reaction is that I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I like it, yeah, it's, uh, like, obviously, I'm, you're a way bigger vinyl person than me. I only have, like, a couple. Mostly all of them are Kevin stuff, but um, I do know people really like, I never got like the Back to Future when they did, which was awesome. And Oh my God, the releases are amazing. Yeah. I, they the artwork. The, yeah. It's, the new really, pressings are awesome. Really nice sets. Um, speaking of vinyl, so I um, one thing that happens this week mm. is um, when I was at PAX, I got to play the new Ninja Turtle game, uh, Shredder's Revenge, yeah, which is a classic right. arcade mm-hmm. beat-em-up. 
comes out on digital this Friday, and they just announced um, the vinyl went up on Limited Run today, and uh, it's like all Wu Tang Clan songs, like Rank One and Ghostface and stuff did it. So that's kind of cool. Um, Game first, doesn't come out until this fall, right? Uh, the hard copies, the digitals come out Friday morning. Gotcha. So and um, they added Casey Jones that we asked about at PAX, and then I so they brought Stephen of- Amell in for us. Sweet. Yes, it's <laughs> it's not Stephen. Yeah, yes, it's Stephen Amell. Oh fuck um, it, I'm out then. <laughs> So yeah, oh, a little so, short Casey Jones. There you go. Yeah, so that's um that's the kind of week in a nutshell. I have a ton of work to do. I'm gonna be busy all week, and I just want to try to get to Friday now so I can play Ninstrals. So I want to do. Mm. That's my goal. Fair. And then uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean that's. I'm just pushing like hell to get to Thursday. What's there? Thursday oh. I'll be in Brookline for the open, and then going right from there to picking up Harley at some random parking lot where my wife drops her off near the city, mm-hmm. and then heading into the game. Nice. Hopefully happy. We'll yes, hopefully, yes, hopefully happy. And that's game six, right? Yeah, that the final game. Game six. Game, final home game, yeah. yeah no, final the final game. game. <laughs> it's the final game no matter what. So, well, home game, yeah, home game no matter what. So, uh, well, I still think it's going seven. I do too. Um, I hope so. It'd be, I hope so. So, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. So, um, anyone else have no, no one picked up anything cool, right? Um, well, I I did pick up, um, uh, like two three months of pickups, and uh, that's, the, what that's what the yeah. bulk of the episode was supposed to be about, and we kind of got yeah. off track. <laughs> yeah. We, so, yeah. So I'll just touch on it. The uh, I I'm down to pretty much just pulling Detective Comics and Batman. Um, okay. You know, just to keep my run. You know, my runs go back to the fifties. If if not further in some cases, but but I really I mean they I'm not touching them. I, they're just in boxes all around yeah. here. I haven't I haven't filed them. I haven't you know graded them, put them in new bags or anything. And so I'm just really not. I don't think I'm into it right now. And for a while, I've been having them get me the variants. Most issues have just one or two you know, cover price or a buck DC has been doing a buck higher for their, their B and C covers. But then a bunch of issues lately, they've been doing one in 25, 150, and even one in a hundred variants. And so the hall has been putting them in my box and, you know, like on the one hand, I love that because I, I like having them on the other hand, dropping 20, 40, 60, a hundred bucks bucks on on things that I'm not even looking at. I'm not touching. Yeah. I, I have zero hope of getting any enjoyment or financial return out of it. Other than yes, it, it it makes me a completionist, but because I'm not following things closely enough these days to be a true completionist, I'm probably still dropping a variant here. I'm missing a cover there. You know, the, like I'm not keeping track of it. And, and so it's, I just don't know if I can keep it going. Yeah, the variant thing is is crazy. Uh, like, it's for instance, like I know um, the Mandalorian comic is coming out. Yeah, and you had—I mean, Marvel is way worse to cover stuff I think, than DC. But you mm-hmm. had, yeah, they've always been. I want to say six, sixteen base covers. Everything yeah. comes in a normal in a non-trade dress, like a Virgin cover. Yep. And then you also have all these stores are getting their own covers. Oh yeah. And we're not talking like small talent. Like there's one like Ken Lashley's doing one for a store. And just stuff I have like that. 75 or 80 Star Wars different one? covers of Star Wars number one. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, maybe more. And I only got probably I went heavy. half the ones available. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and it's, it's, it sucks too. Cause then like, you know, if, if, you know, say you wanted to like, like I said, I bring him up cause I'm a big Ken Lashley cover guy. Uh, I think he does amazing covers. If I wanted the Ken Lashley Mandalorian, I can't like, you know, call the guys at the hall or go down to that team. Like, hey, grab me the Mando E or whatever for five bucks. No, I have to go find the store in like Canada that's getting it and pay $30 for it or whatever. I I was doing that for a long time and it's a giant pain in the ass. Yeah. To hunt them all down. Yeah. And here's the other thing too I've noticed too, because I just been, I don't know know why I went kind of down a rabbit hole looking at some stuff and just the other problem. Well, I, I'm not, no, I'm not buying nothing. I'm just, I'm just like, right, you know, you start reading things and I like to just look and see what, you know, cause I'm a big fan of art. 
comic art, stuff like that. But the other problem too, I'm finding is a lot of these stores, like they're doing like, oh, hey, we're getting this cover. We're getting like 3000 of them. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, they're sending 1500 of them into CGC to get slapped right off the bat. Yeah. So this whole variant Mm -hmm. craze is also leading to this massive problem. When you try to send stuff out to get graded, because you have stores sending out, you know, we're set like a 1500 oh, books. The timelines so for CGC behind. and CBCS to, are ridiculous to make yep. an extra, what five bucks a book. I mean, like you're not like people are sending stuff in that. There's never of any value. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But they'll do it and they'll fast track in with an account that size. They can flip it for another 20 bucks a book. Right. Getting yeah. it, graded it is. It is and, worth it. If you have the capital sustain the crank. Look at any of the crazy. Chrissy variants and things like that. Those are insane. Seven eight too. nine, or it's but you can get a remarked nine eight. Yeah, they already have it lined up that these are going in, and you know. Yeah, it's just crazy. That's I mean, where I'm they're not- making their. That's where they're making their scratch right now. Yeah, no, because I mean, like, it, it almost seems like comic art is more important than like whatever the the art on the book is more important than the actual book now. Well, I that's, mean, a I lot of that is, yeah. Yeah, I don't pull variants for any specific runs. The hall guys will grab me certain artists. Yeah. Hughes, yeah, yeah, Hughes or some of the Campbells if he's doing a one twenty five or one and a half. I'll get those, but not yeah. Mainly Hughes though. Yeah, Lee doesn't. Lee usually does B covers. He doesn't. You haven't had any really big variants out of Lee in a while. Not since like Batman fifty. Yeah, and Hughes tends to be on more of your random runs. Yeah, like that Alice in Wonderland book and some of the other ones that have been coming out. Yeah, by the way, that Alice in Wonderland book that Boom is doing is. Awesome so far. It's a, the cover. It's, the cover art's been like all Campbell and Hughes too. It's yeah. been gorgeous. Yeah, it's an unbelievable. It's a, it's a real. I've like, seen any of it. Yeah, it's a boom oh, book. Um, beautiful. It's like grown up Alice goes back to Wonderland kind of. It came out beginning of April. Yeah, because it was all over the con when we were in Boston. Yeah, I was pulling it for uh, for Athena from the store. I was like, oh, Alice, because we're both. You know, I got her into that like the Disney Alice Wonderland. It's one of my favorite movies. So. Actually, the uh, the last variant I got was over at that tea. I stumbled oh. on it at the register. It was sitting in the, <laughs> as I was checking out, it was sitting in the front of that bin. Oh. <laughs> they had one of the one in yep. 25s or something. Yes. Yep. So. Was, that, was that a J. Scott? Uh, no, Hughes. Oh, it was a Hughes. Okay. DJ, oh. run in place. Sean's running in place. We got to run. That's, oh no, that's jerking off in place. <laughs> Running's like this. Just trying Looking to like convince my coming down the street. I'm moving. Uh, but yeah, but no, the, uh, the cover thing has been... Just to, yeah, the, it's been like it's nice. Like I'm, I'm, I'm glad all these artists are getting are getting the work and and the stuff's getting made out there. But it's just it is, it does make it's it really hard on probably the being and, paid like eighteen hundred dollars for a cover. I mean, it's bullshit. Well, but yeah, but then, mm-hmm. but then people, you know, like I know, like yeah, I'm gonna bring up again. I know Ken Lashley, he did um the cover for the new Spider Man 2099 series, mm-hmm. and his Spider Man 2099 is awesome. He does all the Marvel Legends boxes and stuff. He's awesome. But he made Marvel for doing the cover, give him a bunch of ones with just the Spider-Man and everything else is white. And yep. he's selling the remarks off his website. Mm-hmm. So he's making money that way. But like, you know, I mean, you're paying for it, but he'll give you like a, a phenomenal remark yeah. on it and stuff like that. And so. the big names are all keeping control of the originals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're getting paid to create it. And then, and then they the have Campbell's you. and the Lees are flipping it for twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars $25,000. Yeah. For any of these things, they're making even Chrissy's originals are up over six, mm. six to eight for any of hers. Insane, mm-hmm. insane. The money's not in the new books right now; it's in the original artwork and any of your yeah. keys. Your older keys are through the roof right now. Yeah, you yeah. Just can't touch them. Yeah, it's it sucks. I'm yeah. trying to like uh, my thing. I'm, I'm trying to go back and I want to get all the uh, besides Dick Grayson. Obviously, I want to get all the first like Robin, like all the Robin keys. Mm-hmm. So like I have a first Nightwing. And I have like the first Tim Drake and I have the first Stephanie Brown and I, I need the first Damien still, but some stuff like that, you know, cause I'll never be able to chase down the old stuff anymore. That's that ship sailed. I can't get all the stuff back. I had back in the day, your first this, Deadpool and stuff like that. Those there's certain pieces, you know, considering what's gone on in the industry and the people that have left us recently. Yeah. I'm very happy. Oh. I went back and did the Titans run when I did. Yep. Very happy. Some of those Batman keys, Sean. Yep. We went back to chase some of those Adams covers. Yeah. Yeah. Like you saw the premium on those. They went up 50%. Oh, yeah. Just because it was an Adams cover. Didn't matter which one it was. Not even the big ones that you and I would, yeah. You know, yeah. it would pop for I think for I have most of his stuff now. Try to, get, try to get a Green Lantern, Green Arrow 76 with the coverage attached right now. It'll cost you 17 grand. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's, you can't. 
I do have the I have that Green Lantern eighty five, which is the junkie cover. Oh, I love that. Oh one. yeah, I've got a I've got a decent copy of that. Yeah, that's a big cover. But yeah, no, it's crazy. It is. It's just. It's. I don't know. Like I so, mean, it, it's it's like for you guys. You guys have bigger collections, so you guys are cool. But like, it sucks for someone like me who wants to go back and maybe recreate an old collection. It's just almost impossible to do now. So my I know I know I, I keep up. saying this. My thing is I want to thin it out. Yeah, I want to get it down to like the handful of titles. Keep all the Harleys. Keep all the Batman. Yeah. Keep keys. Yeah. But any of the variants and anything, just start pumping that stuff out. Like you yeah. brought up a perfect point, Sean. We both went heavy on the Star Wars stuff. Oh yeah. Because that was in the heyday of when we were pulling from the hall. Yep. I mean, we were walking out of there with mountains. Yep. Every week, and now I got a long box of Star Wars shit that I'm never going to touch. Oh, yeah. I could care less. Haven't looked yeah. at it since I graded it, marked it, bagged it, and stuff. And I think there's like three or four Star Wars books actually worth anything either. It's like, well, that run they've, wasn't much. They've come, they've come back with the recent, you know, with the TV shows going out. Generally, mm-hmm. things are selling. You got well. some first appearances yeah. that are yeah, it's, it's that when, when, and, when they make up a new character. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll keep my original Star Wars run. Yeah. Very glad I finished that one. When I did, but yeah, that's it's, an excellent run. It's more nostalgia things at this point, and just yeah, I'd rather go after a handful of keys than yeah. having a wall of books like behind you, you know. Yeah, I've got my uh, I've got my Star Wars number one. Is it a nine point four or an eight point five? I have the I have that the Boba Fett bounty hunter cover, the first one. Mm-hmm. I have that and a nine four that I slabbed. That's a good book. Yeah. I should sell nice. it all. I need to drive got- to Jersey and pick up those books so I can yeah, you do. start the clock yeah. on those. Mm-hmm. I'll go with you. You can get pizza. I got to get down there soon. It's been a month. <laughs> we can take a gas-free trip if we uh, if we plan it right. You're going to make DJ push the whole way? <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> That's right. If DJ's in the car, it's never gas-free. Fair enough. Fair enough. Come the guy with the eighty. Some of the guys need eighty-five fruit pies on the fucking road. I got the problem mm-hmm. somehow. It's like I don't know what the stomach problem somehow. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, so get, you guys um, must have yeah, seen ahead. Kevin's post today, right? No. About these. So it's going to be in the June previews. They're going to start. I believe it's in the June previews. Um, they're going to be starting to solicit for his books. Oh yes. For this fall, and he dropped a little comment that if a store was to buy enough copies of a book. He'll go to any store that buys over a certain number to do a signing. Mm. So start saving your pennies. I know you want 500 copies of Masquerade. No. I'm not sure I'm going to pull it. I, uh... <sighs> we'll see. I think Masquerade's the... first, right? Does that one drop before the Quick Stop Press I books? I think so. Or... I'm not sure. I don't know my order of operations here. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm not sure. Sh- I, I think I think you are right on that, but I said, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll keep pulling. I need to stay in the will. I don't want yeah, you know cutting true. me off anytime soon yet. That's that's true. Cool, awesome. It's like the Bank of Smith. I just deposit. Yeah. So, so <laughs> since you brought him up, uh, last last little bit of news where you get to top three real quick is that uh, it's more for me than you guys, but we're getting uh, another run of He Man cartoons, and I'm very. Oh curious. yeah, I saw that. Yep, that's right. Yeah, so, Revolution this time. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to. Uh, I Netflix thought it was a it, typo so. in the article I was reading uh, announcing it because sometimes it says revelation, sometimes it says revolution, yeah. and it wasn't ever actually made clear that, oh, oh, this is revolution mm-hmm. as a follow-up to revelation. I was, yeah. 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 So that'd be exciting. I'm, I'm happy for that. So. so if we're on the same timeline as the last one sometime in 2025... No, I mean, it'll be a way sooner. 2024. Unless, there's a, unless there's another pandemic that fucks up everything, we should be okay. So they've already done some voice work for it and stuff. So, but yeah. What's the top three, Deej? Um, let's go with, uh, since um, basically it's going to be hard for anything to beat Maverick as the best movie of the summer this year. Um, let's Mel go. Uh, was amazing. He was. So we're going to go uh, for top three this week. Let's go top three James Gardner movies. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Uncle Jesse was a maverick. <laughs> uh, top, top three Tom Cruise movies. All right. I do have honorable mentions if you guys do. Yes, I could sure. do two quick ones. All right. The uh, 
for me, I've got a couple. Uh, the first movie I ever saw Tom Cruise in, in the theater, sitting next to my great-grandmother, who was appalled at this movie, Taps, um, which is actually a fantastic movie. Um, but Tom, like I, I remember he, he, he has a, a minor role, but it makes a real impact and contains a lot of hallmarks of, of Tom Cruiseism, right? And just that his passionate, Tom you know, Cruiseism. Tom Cruiseism, like right? Yeah. So that I one. I know exactly what you mean. Yep. And then, uh, just a, an all time fave for a bunch of reasons, Rain Man. Um, mm-hmm. that, that movie, it's, it's soundtrack, uh, the interactions, the arc of his character from a, you know, dick to a humanized dick, you know, it, it's a, it's a great, great movie. That's always one of my favorites of his. So those are my honorable mentions. Nice. Um, I have my, I had three, but I'm going to cut it down to two. Um, both I, as I'm looking back at the list, I went predominantly character driven Yeah, things as opposed to any of the big action. Right sequences not entirely but um so my two honorable mentions first one cocktail sure i don't think i've ever seen all of cocktail oh my god it was an all-timer during college that hit video like right in hbo right around that time where it was just on constant viewing um the little cocky dick that gets his gorgeous girlfriend stolen by the mentor the whole the whole story just worked um and the other one was the firm Oh, sure. Yeah. I was a big Grissom fan. Yeah. Right in that vein. And unlike Interview with the Vampire, which was one of my all time favorite books. Yeah. He was actually properly cast in the firm. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, needing two foot lifts. Movies, and I love those books. Oh, the books were so, so good. It's, and he can act against Brad Pitt. You just know that it's a midget on stilts trying to carry that movie. And Brad's not a big man, he's only like 5'10. Yeah, but they also and he still just towers hate, over. Yeah, I just hate it. Yeah, but in every book I read after, yeah, when I think of Lestat, I picture Tom Cruise in that wig. It's <laughs> it kind of ruined the image for me. Yeah, so those are my two. Days of Thunder almost made it. Sure, but it's for all the reasons that are not Tom Cruise. So yeah. I had to exclude that one. <laughs> DJ. So um, I'll mention I never read the book, so I put Interview with the Vampire. Um, I have no book to to base it off of. Um, And then also I had to pick one of the Mission Impossibles. I haven't seen the Cavill one yet, so I'm going Ghost Protocol. Okay. I like Ghost Protocol. Cavill cocking his fists in that bathroom fight scene? I I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but uh, but I've seen that clip a zillion times. Yeah, I (laughs) think I'm two or three behind on the Mission Impossibles. I need to catch up. I need to know if that was actually written into the script or if that was a character choice by him. And if it was a choice, God bless that man. Oh yeah, it was perfect. Pitch he's probably perfect. been doing that his you know for years in the mirror, and he's like, finally, I he's got a place giant, to use it. Yeah, I got a place to use it. Just <laughs> drop him, lock him loose. Let's go. He's something else, man. God All right, bless. he's a beast. So, starting three, the actual John. top three. Uh, my number three, and. You know, as I as I thought about all these movies, there's I, I love multiples, so this is somewhat arbitrary, but you know, one that I thought was worth bringing up was Edge of Tomorrow, where I, it was one where I didn't really know what I was going to see. You know, I'm like, ah, it's a sci-fi movie. It's got some Tom Cruise, and I came out of it just being blown away by how well executed it was, how much I enjoyed it. You know. He was fantastic in it, but but really my picks are more about the overall experience and production. Um, so Edge of Tomorrow, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's it's fantastic. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. What was the name of that? Didn't they change the name of that? Midstream? Live Die Repeat. Yeah, Live yes, Die Repeat was, was the original. Yeah, that's what it was. The, yeah, I mean that yeah. the it was hard as shit to mark. They've actually they've actually changed, I think they changed the name on it four times. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you can find DVDs with like a hundred different titles on it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Um, my number three is really a two movie pack, and it's Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. They kind of <laughs> yeah. go hand in hand. Yeah. Really, if I had to pick one out of the two, yeah, it would be the first one because you know two doesn't exist without that foundation. Of course. Sure. Yeah. Um, and that was his first real. I mean, he had done the risky business and the outsiders and all the right moves and. Yep. Pick all those 80s, somewhat raunchy kind of comedy things. Yep. But this was his leading man 
spa, yeah. right? Yep. And the number of people that turned down that movie before he said, he turned it down before he said yes. Yeah. They went through everybody in Hollywood, Cusack and Nicolas Cage and all those guys before they convinced him to do it. But that's, you remember being in the theater in 86. Oh yeah. The same impact on you as like watching Karate Kid. Everybody wanted to go learn karate after you saw that. You wanted to go fly a damn fighter plane, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You wanted to be the cocky little midget that was in the cockpit. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so. no, I, I was, I, I saw that when I was a small, small kid. And I was like, I want to go fly fighter planes. And then after that, I think yeah. I wanted to be an X-Wing pilot because I didn't know they didn't exist because I was like four or whatever. Then it but... hit 89 and you wanted a bat suit that you couldn't turn your head in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I was, I've got through I cycles, was, Chris. I was Air Force ROTC and, you know, starting in 89 with a bunch of Navy ROTC guys in 89. There you go. You know, uh, my buddy who commanded the squadron and then the the test wing of of the unit that I was wearing that shirt of, he was he was with me, <laughs> you know, back yep. back then. We were we were definitely affected by it. Nice. Excellent. What do you got, Deej? Uh my number 3 is Risky Business. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I almost picked that, so I'm glad you did. Yeah, I mean, I watched that movie when I was way too young to see it. Um, so obviously, I, I <laughs> That's was the best time to see that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, train I'm, scene with Rebecca DeMorne. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm saying I'm, I'm also like her. I'm a very mm. shallow human being. I'm, 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 I'm the you worst kind of man. Yeah, uh, I picked it strictly because naked Rebecca DeMorne basically is. I thought you were going, you know, small Scientologist in his underwear. No, no, I'm going naked Rebecca <laughs> no. DeMorne. So yeah, so. uh yeah. So that, keep, I mean, there's so much about. No, yeah. it's a good, I mean, it's a the, cool movie. Too, it is right? a classic. It is. Yeah, it's a it's classic a fun movie. movie. Yeah. So yeah. Nope. No Risky problem business. with that. So my number two. Um, this, like, eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut. <laughs> no, you know what? I didn't even consider eyes wide shut. Preview masks did, and orgies. I, I did like uh, that. I like the title of that movie was actually Eyes Wide Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It was a biography. <laughs> no, I like I like a little Kubrick. Um but <laughs> no. On the end of an image of Sean walking around with this little mask in front of his eyes on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe a VR helmet. But, uh the uh no, my number two is a few good men. Um right. I mean, talk about it's a straight up drama. It's uh it's basically a stage play, but it's it's got such uh, honestly, part of it for me is the score. I love the score. I love Rob Reiner's direction. Jack Nicholson, incredible. Um, uh, you know, Demi Moore is, is great in it. Uh, Kevin Pollack actually, you know, steals the show, I think, in some areas. But just just such a fantastic movie. And his, his youth and the the way he delivers lines and has such passion and conviction behind him just really sits well in such a great movie. It's the movie that really ruined the Kevin Bacon game. It became <laughs> such a linchpin with so many big yeah. names in there yeah. that it became too easy to oh, yeah. actually play the six degrees. So you say ruined, I say made. <laughs> well, no, then it wasn't as much fun, you know? <laughs> It wasn't as much fun. It became easier. It showed up in everybody's list. It didn't matter sure. who the hell you were trying to get to. Yep. Because you can get to Nicholson. That I had it on the list, but for whatever reason, whenever I think of that movie, I think of Nicholson more than I think of yeah. Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I I, I definitely I think of Cruz and Pollock more than Nicholson. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's right. my number two. Um, is something you already mentioned as an honorable mention, Sean. It's Rain Man. Nice. Rain Obviously, Man. that's yeah. That's. For that, that's one of his defining dramatic performances. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, he doesn't need to be Maverick or that. He doesn't have to play yeah. movie star there. Yeah. He's playing that damaged character. Yeah. You know? And it's his arc, right? It's not, it's not. It isn't Dustin. It is Dustin's the straight man in it. It's right. really Cruz yeah. going through the Dustin development. Dustin doesn't change, right? He doesn't nope. actually, it's, it's all about Cruz. Yeah. It's all about Charlie and his story. Yeah. He carries that movie as good as, and Dustin won the awards for it, but. Oh yeah. 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 Deservedly. But yeah. But yeah. Certainly. But the core is him. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So my number two is kind of a cheat. You wouldn't think of it as a Tom Cruise movie, but he is far and away the best part of this movie. I know movie. where you're going. I hope I, it's not far and away. I'm going to punch you. No, it's Tropic no, Thunder. No, I know where he's going. Yeah. It's Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Um, I, I did not choose it because 
it is a cheat. I but I figured, appreciate I, it. I, I figured I, it was going to be a DJ list. Yeah. I, I uh. figured you guys would be sprinkled in with your, your Fugamens and your, you know, uh, the firm and all, all that kind of like the grismy stuff. I don't, that's not my, that's not my bag at all. So I you didn't want to go, go Young Guns, guy that got shot off roof? I almost <laughs> did. I shit you not. I almost did. Uncredited guy who shot off roof. Uh-huh. Is he in that? I didn't He's, know that. Yep. I oh. love that movie too. But yeah, I want Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Nice. I mean that's that's a it's such a great character, such a strange, wonderful it's movie, so, and that character is insane. Yeah. So out of awesome character for him to just drop him into that spot. Yep. Yeah. And he was in one of the Austin Powers, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. He was in Gold Member or something. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, Sean, bring us home. What do you got? All right. So my number one, I, I thought hard about it. Um, wanted to, you know, question my recency bias. But Top Gun Maverick, um, because, you know, like I said, it's not, it's not just about the specific role. It's, it's about the overall feeling of the movie. And it just nailed so many things for me personally, uh, professionally, uh, production-wise, tech-wise, just everything about it. Um, it. I just loved it. And it's also something that only he could make. Right, it is so quintessentially Cruz. It doesn't happen if he doesn't have the forty-year career that he has. Right, um, it doesn't happen if he doesn't have the the stunt punching, you know, envelope pushing idiocy, you know, death wish that he has, and the ability to still get insured or self-insure or whatever to do it. Like it's insane. It doesn't happen if he doesn't build. Decades of goodwill for the U.S. military on their cooperation on the original one because you can't pull off what he pulled off without – right? You can't just buy the military cooperation, right? It costs a shitload of money, but it takes – it takes actual – yeah. Right. You don't you – don't You can't that. buy the government? <laughs> no, not uh, not for those silly things. rabbit, <laughs> silly rabbit, silly rabbit. Um, yeah, but so top, you know, yes, it's it's some recency bias, but it's also it drives home for me. It builds on all the other stuff I love. It, it's it's right there, and okay. the first one, yeah, it comes along. I never considered putting the first one on my list because it's the foundation of who Tom Cruise is in terms of his wide personality and, and I mean, celebrity. I, I think you got to kind of tie the two of them together since yeah. they basically cribbed the entire script. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it, but without the original, it's not the same. Right. Well, no, nobody's yeah. giving him Downey Jr. Back end to make another one 40 years oh, later. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's mine. What's it yours? took them decades to convince that boy mm-hmm. to come back decades. Um, this was an easy one for me. This is the first thing they got written down. Didn't need to look at a list. It is one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, goes back to that same range in the Rain Man, that cocktail part of his career. Um, I'm going with Scorsese's The Color of Money. Yes. Oh, there you I, go. I thought you might, actually. I absolutely adore yeah. that movie. This was DJ long before there was Kevin. This was my jam. This was the first one sheet that I bought off eBay for stupid money. This yeah. was, I was a huge Hustler fan. My grandfather showed it to me when I was young. <laughs> loved, loved, loved the Hustler. And absolutely love Paul Newman as yes. Fast Eddie Felson. Oh, yeah. And there's nothing, I mean, love playing pool. I watched that in so long, I need to go watch it again. It is so, Harley's asking to watch it now. She started going through his filmography after. Yeah. He's like, can I watch this? Is this too much for me? I'm like, there's not, nah. there's really nothing risky. There's not even really that bad language. I mean, it's oh, more it's, a masterclass yeah. in filmmaking. Mm-hmm. It's act, yeah, it's just awesome. oh my god, Forrest Whitaker. You got all these little mm. cameos in there. John Turturro is unfriggin' believable. It's actually a template for Rounders years later. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but that whole you know mentor prodigy kind of thing. You know, student becomes the master before the master comes back and takes down the student. It's also kind of like like rounders and honestly like a few good men it's a personal drama right it's mm-hmm. two shots and inside it is it is it is acting it's drama it's life it's not it's punch punch fly fly shoot shoot for years i still have the framed black and white 
sitting in my pool room, even at the first house, mm-hmm. was the shot of Cruz and Newman leaning over the table. Yeah. yeah. Getting ready yeah, I to. I mean, it's. Yeah. I Good. love the interplay between the two of them. The, the way that you don't. It's. You're building a little mystery between the two characters that you don't get to see what Newman's actually doing mm-hmm. until the payoff. Yeah. Because he knew exactly. He was just pulling strings. Mm-hmm. the entire time and pushing the buttons. It was all about him getting his way back in and using the kid to do it. Now, I adore that movie. Love it. So for me, it's, you know, we talked about it a lot already. Um, it's my number one's the combo of Top Gun and Maverick. Yeah. So it's just, it's like one of the first action movies I saw as a kid that was like not like a kid movie. You know, the soundtrack, the score, Danger Zone. Berlin, the whole nine. So, yeah, they should have brought Berlin, even if yeah, I was. I I was kind of. I just wanted the. It should have happened in one of those motos, the motorcycle scene as he's pulling up to the bungalow, which they made look way too much like hers, but that's okay. Yeah, it really did. (laughs) It's when he's pulling up to the curb. It's like, huh, like not on the nose at all. Yeah. Yeah. And and. And uh, she was driving a Porsche, a newer, I saw, you know, yeah, yes. a newer, like, but yeah, come on, Porsche really? was still yeah. parked yeah. next to the curb. Yep. Yep. Okay, so Sean had Edge of Tomorrow, A Few Good Men, and Maverick. Top Gun, Maverick. Maverick. Yes. <laughs> Chris had Top Gun and Maverick combo, Rain Man and Color of Money, and I had uh, Risky Business, Tropic Thunder, and Top Gun and Maverick combo. Nice. Awesome. So everyone, thanks for listening. Please make sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Uh, spread word of mouth. We actually had a really good week this week, so we're we're ticking upward, and we like to tick upward. It makes me something to look forward to. When well, I it's kind of amazing when we put out episodes, people listen to them. I, I don't know how it it's works. It's crazy. We're huge in Paraguay. Yeah, it is kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Because they so, don't understand a word we're saying. Fair enough. They just like your dulcet tones. It's got to be. Go. There you go. I put them to sleep at night. I think if they leave it on loop, the the rodents stay out of the yard. <laughs> Thanks to DJ. Wait <laughs> uh, Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Later, kids. Bye. Bye.